Greetings from Mount Zion, Heavenly Jerusalem. We love you. <laughs> we love you with an everlasting love. And you're here because God the Father has drawn you. You've entered the kingdom, Esther, to take out Mordecai, the accuser, for such a time as this. Holy Spirit. Amen. Why are you anointed? Why are you in this world? What is your destiny? What is your purpose? Is it just to eat, drink, and be merry for tomorrow we die? <laughs> I don't think so. You are a spirit being created in the image of God. God is a spirit. John 4.24, it is written. God is spirit. Holy Spirit. River of spirit life. The blood life of Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. The healer of the nations. Spirit. And those that worship God must be in the river. Must be in the spirit. Outside the river, you can do nothing. For the only life that has ever been in this world. From Genesis chapter 2 verse 10, you see four rivers in the garden. To Revelation chapter 22, the river of life. It's always been a river from the throne of God. To those who believe and can receive it by grace. The second you start to charge money for it, the second you start to figure it out with your human intellect and your carnal mind, you leave the river and go into the curse of the fall, either to the left in religion or the right in rebellion. The Bible calls it spiritual Egypt and spiritual Sodom, where our Lord was crucified. Why was He crucified, allegorically speaking, as it's written in the book of Revelation, in Sodom and Egypt. Because Sodom represents all the spiritual rebellion that was and is, but will be no more. And all the spiritual religion represented in Egypt that was and is, but will be no more. He was crucified there for the removal of the sins of the entire world. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Which means now we are coming into a time where we have so beheld the Lamb of God that He literally takes away the sins of the world. Now a lot of people are beholding, you know, the sun and the moon because it's such a cool solar eclipse and you mean those special glasses. A lot of people beholding spouses and the eroticized image of a perfect wife and the eroticized image of a perfect husband and they're full of lust and they're full of foolishness they're full of pornography, they're full of sin they're full of pride a lot of people are beholding natural, unspiritual, demonic idols in their mind but I tell you the truth there is a remnant in Israel that has not bowed to the Baals they're on Mount Carmel. They're in the spirit of Elijah. We're on the mountain of Hermon in the transfiguration of the Lord Christ. We're not building shelters for Him. 
we fully recognize 2,000 years later in the same spirit of Peter, James, and John that we ourselves are the temples, the shelters of the holy glory on that mountain that shone brighter than the sun, that made his garments whiter than you could ever bleach white in the Shekinah glory of the burning brilliance of Yahweh Or, the living God, the Holy One of Israel, the Mighty One of Jacob, the Messiah, the Savior of the world, is the glory of all the world, the glory of the nations. It's a person. His name is Jesus. There is no other Savior. There is no other name. There is no other priest. There is no other person in this world except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. That is real. That is the gospel. That is the gift of salvation to everyone who believes. Now be filled with the river of life. Every single precious one of you. Your souls are gigantic castles. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. The mansions of the Father's house are your souls redeemed, filled and consecrated by the Holy Spirit of the living God for the purposes of Jesus Christ the Messiah, the leader of the army of the Lord. You see him riding the white horse, which means fully dependent upon the Holy Spirit and no demons. In Revelation chapter 19, fully dependent on the Holy Spirit and no other spirits of Egypt and no other spirits of Sodom where our Lord was crucified. Amen. Are you a rider of the white horse? You can be today by grace. Joel's army, every single one of us, rides a white horse. It's true. Is this Armageddon? It's a little different than they explained to you in the Baptist church. It's a little different than they explained to you in the Assemblies of God church. It's a little different than they explained to you in the charismatic, prophetic church. It's a river of life. The river of life is our white horse. I'm telling you, before Jesus Christ comes to us, He comes through us. That is the white horse. And together we are the army of the Lord, and together we are Revelation chapter 19. <laughs> Jesus Christ is in heaven, but He sent the Holy Spirit at Pentecost 2,000 years ago. Through every church generation, through every born-again generation, through every prophetic utterance and every prophecy fulfilled, generation upon generation has built a temple not built by human hands, not man's handiwork. No human being can boast. These are the works and the acts of the Holy Spirit, and there is nothing else. In this final generation, this capstone generation, this Joshua generation, every eye will see, every knee will bow, that Jesus Christ is in fact who He says He is in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And especially in the book of Revelation, the revelation of Jesus Christ. 
especially Revelation 22, the river of life. In the very last instructions of Revelation 22, what does he say? Worship God. Worship God. Don't worship creation. Don't have your mind on creation. Worship the Creator. Don't be distracted by human flesh, by men, by women. I mean, I look at it every day. This is not particular to one person. This is my brothers and sisters go astray every day. I look at them because of their animal hormones, living like chimpanzees instead of angels. Animal hormones should not control your life. That is the curse of the fall, that you are an animal flesh, because you're not an animal flesh. You're a spirit being that has a soul that lives in a body. And you can grow your spirit as big and powerful as you want every day by the grace of the Holy Spirit given to you as a gift to everyone who believes in Jesus Christ. This intoxication, this new wine, this covenant is all about growing in grace. And guess what? As you grow in grace, which is the river of life, the river of grace, as you grow in the blood covenant, as you grow in the wine, the blood of Jesus is the grace so it forgives and removes all your sins and everything that lies in your minds, all human pride, all human lust is just removed. And as you grow in grace, everything is added unto you. You're growing in the new covenant. You're growing your spirit. And you're transforming your mind. God is an angel, I tell you the truth. Giraffes give birth to giraffes. Monkeys give birth to monkeys. Human flesh gives birth to human flesh. But angel gives birth to angels. That's why he is called in the New Testament in the book of James, the father of spirits, the father of all angels, even the bad ones that Christians are so scared of and paranoid and schizophrenic about. Even the evil angels that fell, Lucifer and the covering cherubim and the one-third of the angels, it's nothing compared to God the Father. When you actually get filled with the spirit of adoption, by which we cry, Abba, Father, and not, Oh my God, Satan. You have no fear of the enemy whatsoever. You have no fear of death. You have no fear of Abaddon, Lord of the Abyss, Angel of Death. <laughs> you have no fear of death. If you can still be afraid of something in this world, you're still under the wings of that fallen cherubim. <laughs> and I pity the fool. That's why it's written in Revelation, outside the city gates or outside the kingdom are the cowards, the sexually immoral, the practitioners of magic arts, and the dogs and sorcerers. Those are the ways that keep you people out of the kingdom. And why you're beat up by demons all day long every day with a sob story every month that you tell all your pastors about. It's time to be victorious instead of losers. And I'm not mad at you, it's just we should all be winners by now. The only reason why we lose is because we keep sinning. Stop sinning. Jesus Christ said, go and sin no more. And here's all the grace of the river of life so you don't have to go into spiritual Egypt and get beat up by spirits of condemnation that hate you and want to control you, manipulate you, and give you disease. All religion is in disease. It is written in the book of Revelation. Because you tolerate that woman Jezebel, I will throw you on a bed 
of sickness, it is written. Don't tolerate any religion. Religion is what causes every sickness and every disease in the entire world. And trust me, you don't have to be a Pharisee to be religious. If you tolerate that woman Jezebel, it is written, you are throwing yourself on a bed of sickness. So have no tolerance for Jezebel. Jezebel is the principality of religiosity, of all doo-doo voodoo, <laughs> of all witchcraft. True, Vinia. Was Jezebel a witch in the kings? Yes. Jezebel was a witch in the kings in the Old Testament. Witchcraft. Sorcery. Wake up. <laughs> That's what religion is. Controlling people by manipulating them with words that are not alive, active, or energized by the river of life is witchcraft. <laughs> so most pastors are, in fact, witches. Yep, exactly. And that's why all of their congregation has bad fruit in the happy, joyful Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. You know, he's entered the joy, scorned the shame of the cross, and entered the kingdom like little children who are joyful and happy in your Father's house. And all this stuff of the realm of the wine and the joy is unknown to them and they're miserable out there looking like their face has been baptized in lemon juice <laughs> instead of new wine <laughs> that makes your face shine is because they've been discipled in witchcraft and not the river of life. So today, I counsel you in the seven spirits of God and in the fullness of the new covenant and the grace and the peace and the love of the Lord Jesus Christ upon your hearts and minds, jump in the river of life and let everything in your heart be transformed. Let everything in your mind and soul be filled and flooded with the Godhead so you can reach spiritual stature in its fullness today by grace, which means your cup begins to overflow. There's no lack. There's no want. There's no need. <laughs> it's just, whoo, more than I can even handle. I gotta overflow and tell someone my cup overflows. No lack, no need, no want. Why? Because His grace is enough for us. The grace is the river of grace, the river of life, the river of the Holy Spirit. Does anyone receive the Holy Spirit by being good? I tell you the truth, God can take the good and the bad and turn them into divine. That's the gospel. He takes good people, He takes bad people, but He makes all of them divine. He makes all of them angelic. He makes all of them supernatural. <laughs> Whether you've been in the tree of the knowledge of good or the tree of the knowledge of evil, when you come into the river of life as a gift by grace, He will transform you internally by metamorphosis, which is called transformation by the renewing of your mind. In Romans chapter 12, verse 2, He will take you and cocoon you in the glory of God and turn you into a different creature altogether that you can tell is not a human being at all. <laughs> Amen. 2 Corinthians 5.17, read your Bible. If anyone is in Christ, they are a new creature. They're no longer a human creature. They're a new creature. Okay? That means they're a spirit being. John chapter 3 the very foundation of Christianity is no longer being a human being. No longer being subject to your brains, subject to your flesh. But being recreated in your spirit, which is born again, born of the Spirit. 
Jesus Christ explaining to the Pharisee Nicodemus at night, you know, secretly, so because he still had respectability on him. He wasn't a disciple. <laughs> still cared about what others thought. So he came to him at night. Like my private messages I get from pastors all the time. Don't want to publicly associate with Brandon Barth or Brother Ministries. They will be fired immediately from their churches if they do so. <laughs> still respectable. So they come to him secretly at night. Hey, hey, what is this stuff? I know you're a prophet come from God. What is this stuff? You know, secretly. I tell you the truth, Nicodemus. And Jesus didn't say you coward. Jesus didn't say you little punk. He just said, man, I'm going to give you grace. Because, <laughs> you know, it's just a miracle anytime someone can come to Jesus in humility. It's a miracle anytime someone can come to me in humility and not be <sighs> stuffed up pig in pride. It's an absolute miracle by grace. It's a gift of salvation. And so you just give them divine revelation and tell them the truth in hopes that they will completely and totally metamorphosize. Abracadabra. Metamorphosize. Chrysalis metamorphosis entirely. With no Leviticus. Only total grace. If Jesus Christ was a Caesar, he'd be... Gracious Maximus Metamorphosis. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Isn't that wild? 2,000 years later, when all of our brothers and sisters were murder murdered horribly by the Caesars for being free, for being in the river, fed to lions by the thousands, crucified naked, their families raped, men, women, and children raped by the Roman soldiers, and just used like human torches in the Roman roads, but still the gospel spread through the human torches of the Christians burning at the stake, <laughs> you know? It's like the internet, you know, it's full of pornography, it's full of greed, it's full of garbage, but through the internet we're still able to advance the gospel in all nations, tribes, and tongues. It's totally miraculous. God the Father told me nine years ago when we started this internet broadcasting, what the internet is today is what the Romans' roads were in His first coming. It just spreads the message of the Son of God everywhere. <laughs> it just goes viral in every direction. A lot of people misunderstand at first. Of course they do. They're full of witchcraft. When you're full of witchcraft and your cup's full, you don't see that you need any help. I don't need your words. You know, they just bite at the words, attack those words. The Word of God is their enemy. Because the Word of God comes in like a sharp double-edged sword and starts... In, like a jealous consuming fire eating everything in your heart and mind and soul and strength and flesh and bones and blood and DNA and it's like this all-consuming fire man isn't there something I can cling and retain to and hold on for myself you really want it all Jesus you're a jealous God you know and they get angry at God every day because they want to hold on to their own stuff they want to hold on to their own human identity their own human will their own human gifts <laughs> their own human abilities and God's like listen I'm not mad at you I'm in love with you you're totally bewitched my divine abilities are so far superior to your human abilities if you only knew you'd gladly give up everything and go sell come and follow and be a real disciple of the kingdom of heaven it is so far superior to being just a human earthling walking around here just making money and being a slave to the pyramid on your one dollar bill and just worrying about human problems and all this horrible stuff that happens to human beings every day like animals you know and storms you know and <laughs> but uh, it's a mess you guys but I'm telling you 
The gospel is the gift of salvation to everyone who believes. And you can come out of the mess, you can come out of all the darkness, all the confusion into His glorious peace, into His glorious light. Your human intellect and your human mind will not understand at first, but later on as your spirit grows, you will understand. You'll be filled with the spirit of understanding, which is one of the seven spirits of God, the menorah of the Holy Ghost, the anointing of Jesus Christ, which is our salvation today, will fill your hearts and flood your minds, and your cup will overflow with the Holy Ghost. And you will understand after you take a leap of faith. God requires faith for those who please Him, it is written. Which means you cannot please the Father of angels, the Father who created the world with a whisper. The heavens and the earth are His handiwork. <laughs> you can't give Him counsel. <laughs> what are you going to do? Talk to God about what God should do for you? Talk to God about what He should know that you're smarter than God? The bright morning star is so much smarter than animal brains and even fallen angel brains and even <laughs> all the intelligence of the angel world, the animal world, and the high heavens, the mid heavens, and the earth. It just fails in comparison to how smart Jesus Christ is. You can trust the divine intelligence of the river of life to be Lord of your life today. You can trust the leadership of the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you into all truth. And the truth shall set you free from all the curse of the fall today if you'll trust the Holy Spirit more than your human minds. That is the only way you'll ever taste freedom in this world, is if you trust the Holy Spirit to be Lord of your life and to lead you and guide you as a paraclete, one called alongside to help you, lead you, guide you, protect you, provide for you, hey, even give you a spouse, even give you the best job, even provide for your bills. The Holy Ghost is Lord, and if you people begin trusting the Holy Ghost, worshiping the Holy Ghost, treating Him accordingly to who He really is, the living God, the Lord, maker of heaven and earth, <laughs> the Holy Spirit is the very glory of Jesus Christ. When the Holy Spirit descended upon Him in the form of the dove, then the Father said, This is my Son, in whom I'm well pleased. Later on, after he'd obeyed the Holy Ghost, he said, listen to him on the mountain of transfiguration. If the Father is only pleased with a person who obeys the Holy Spirit, trust me, you will only be at peace with God in your mind and in your soul when you begin obeying the Holy Spirit today. And there's enough grace given to every one of your hearts and minds from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ for you to obey the Holy Ghost and be blessed and not cursed. In Jesus' name. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.